I'm Ruby. And I'm Rachel. And this is our podcast called Life Crisis. This week we'll be talking about self-love. And not the cringy stuff you see on Instagram. We're going to talk about the real struggle of trying to accept and even like the person you are when you're in your 20s. So before we get into our crisis and our win of the week, um, obviously we've had a bit of a break. Um, Rachel, you want to tell everyone what you've been up to of a late? Oh, yeah, we haven't seen each other in, what, four weeks? Mm. Would have been? Ages. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have just come back from two weeks in Japan, which was so fun. It was really good. I had a great time. What was your highlight? Ooh, probably the food. All the food was so good. Like, everywhere we went was just really cheap. And I know. Your Instagram photos had me, like, salivating. <laughs> yeah, I consciously took a lot of photos because my other overseas trips I've done, I didn't take photos or I've just, like, lost them. Mm-hmm. So I took a lot of photos and I posted a lot of photos because I always like when people post their travel photos. So, yeah, that was fun. Um, Japan's really pretty and it's just a really cool city, like, the train system's really awesome. There's a train every, like, two minutes and so, so many good. lines. They have, like, this thing there where vending machines are a really big thing. Yeah. So you go down the street and there's vending machines everywhere and there's, like, fun drinks in them, even hot drinks. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, so that was really cool. And they're, like, a dollar for, like, a can of Coke or you can get hot green tea. So, yeah, we just really got into, like, the culture. We did lots of, like, different... I don't know, kind of cultural things. Like we did like the karaoke. We went to a maid cafe. Yeah. That was really fun. Um, We went to Disneyland and Universal Studios, went on some rides. That was fun. Um, Went shopping, bought lots of things. Yeah, no, it was really good. I had a really good time. Love that. Oh, my God, I'm so jealous. I really want to go to Japan. Yeah, I've been twice now. Yeah. But it's so cool. Like it's really good to go to. I don't know if I'd want to live there. Because we're thinking, it's like, oh, I'd love to live here. Like, it's so cheap and the food's so nice and there's so much to do. But um, apparently the, like, wages are quite low there. Yeah. So it's, like, good to go as a traveller, but living there would be hard. And apparently they don't, like, are not super accepting of foreigners who move to Japan. Really? Like, they love you as, like, a tourist, but moving there is a whole different oh, thing. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've been overseas as well. I did. I went to Bali for a week and then went to Darwin for a few days on the way back. So that was really fun. Um, had a lovely time. Same thing. Food was so good. I just mm. love Indonesian food. I just, like, it's very nostalgic for me because, like, living there when I was younger. Yeah. I just love the food there. So that was so good. Um, yeah, it was a really good combination of, like, relaxing and doing stuff. And, like, yeah, we just wanted, like, a bit of both. So it was definitely that. Had a lot of cocktails, a lot of bintangs. Um, <laughs> we, yeah, we went whitewater rafting. We did some surfing. I got sunburnt because, of course, I did. Even though I took seven tubes of sunscreen with me. Oh, my God. Because we only had carry-ons. So had to be, like, small ones. You only went carry-on? Yeah. Oh, damn. Good job. Week, yeah. I'm a carry-on kind of girl. Oh, my suitcase, like, I think doubled with all the stuff <laughs> I got. Not fair. Yeah. And I, I think I bought a few things over there. But, yeah. Um... But, no, it was really fun. And then we went back by Darwin to visit all the fam that was there, which was really nice. Um, I just really liked Darwin. So it was great. But, that was yeah, that was a few weeks ago now. And then I've been back and um, I've been, yeah, I think since the last time we recorded this podcast, yeah, the last episode about was about starting a new job and I was about to start my new job. Yes. So I started my new job. Um, I'll talk more about that later. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've just been just been very busy since getting back. So, yeah. 
That's a little little life update from us about our little break we've had. Yes, jet setting. Hopefully you all missed us. <laughs> missed us in, in your, your ears. <laughs> I was going to say that. Oh, my jeans. Um, also, we're currently preen for a party right now, so we're drinking wines. If you're any clinking, it's just our glasses. <laughs> yeah, or more to deteriorated conversation, mm. maybe. I haven't eaten It'll enough get more today. Loose, yeah, as we go along. <laughs> be good. Um, all right, well, we do want to get into our crisis and our wins of the week. You want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, my crisis of the week is just since I've come back from Japan, it's been about a week. So just dealing with that like post-holiday depression, which I think is quite common. Like when you come back from a really fun trip and you're just back to like your life and it's a bit like, eh. I mean, I've kind of moved on from it now, but it's it's so hard to like settle in after having a holiday and having time off work and time off cleaning and cooking. Mm-hmm. And, yeah all that stuff and yeah just like getting back to Australia compared to Japan like Australia is so far behind in so many things like it's just dirty here like when I'm coming back I went to the toilet at the airport and there was just like piss on all the seats and oh. that does not happen in Japan Japan mm-hmm. the toilets are spotless anywhere you go very clean country um yeah and just like thinking it's a bit mediocre but I'm past that now which is good I was a bit down at the start of the week I was also sick because I picked up something doesn't help yeah you're like doing like so much fun stuff for like two weeks and then you're just like in bed been sick and like it's just just, like a shit like opposite situation you know yeah yeah that was quite annoying like I couldn't even enjoy the public holiday we just had for Anzac Day because I was literally in bed yeah all day and just feeling sorry for myself. Yeah. But I think I've settled more into my routine now, um, and it was good getting back to work and going into the office. And, yeah, I kind of, like, bought some snacks in from Japan, and we all tried them. So that was nice to, like, yeah, kind of get back into work, um, be less sick. But, yeah, so I think my win is now I've come back from Japan. I've sort of mentioned this before on the pod <laughs> that sounds so silly um is tom and i getting closer to adopting a cat it's so exciting i know it's like my one thing i'm looking forward to now i don't have the holiday very adult rachel adopting a cat damn <laughs> is it yeah i'm commitment rachel <laughs> that, I mean, that's true but i've sort of always wanted a cat and a lot of people get cats at uni yeah no it's so exciting i'm excited for you yeah so we have sent the um, approval form to the landlord because mm-hmm. you have to get your landlord's approval but they basically can't say no in Victoria yeah. but I just want that like in writing like yeah. yes landlord says yes um, but yeah hopefully soon there'll be a kitten in my house Aww. and I will give it all my love <sighs> I'm so excited my crisis of the week I've had I just had a bit of a bit of a week really it's been um just very stressed with work um because yeah as you heard on the last episode I was starting my new part-time job which I've since started since then but I was looking for this part-time job in like January and February when like my business was quite quiet my business has really picked up since then and I definitely have a full-time load with my business but now I have a part-time job to have to manage with that as well so I'm really struggling to balance two jobs right now so I think ever since I got back from Bali um well the first week I got from Bali I was sick so I didn't even go to my other job um my part-time job but every week since then so it's been a couple of weeks but I have been working like my business before and after the nine to five mm. which is just exhausting so yeah like this week I worked 
214 hour days and I yeah, just barely slept. My yeah, my business workload is it specifically was really like overwhelming this week just because I had like a certain project that had a deadline that I had to work on. Um but yeah, I'm just really struggling with having two jobs right now and uh also, I'm not enjoying my part-time job. So the problem is that, like, it's a nine-to-five, and I, I barely have anything to do there. They don't really have any work for me. They, the kind uh. of, <laughs> they're the kind of people that, like, give you a task that they think is going to take you, like, three hours, and it takes me, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, I think quit. That's a bad sign. Yeah. To not have anything to do. Also, That's what happened at my old job. I had days where I had nothing to do. Yeah. It sucks. It was so boring. It's so boring. Like, it's just, like, this feeling when you're sitting there and, like, you have to, like, pretend to do stuff but you have nothing to do. It's demoralizing. It it's sucks. It's really awful. It's, like, an awful feeling. And I just don't like it. I'm, like, and I also, like, yeah, I'm, like, I want to be working on things that, like, you know, I'm excited to work on and, like. Yeah. Yeah. But they're just, like, nothing for me to do. And they're, like, oh, yeah, like, like I don't, like, just to turn into, like, bitching about my job. But I'm going to quit anyway. It's fine. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of my crisis of the week. I'm just struggling. But my win of the week in, like, in similar terms is that, like, yeah, my business is booming. It's doing really well right now. I have, like, a lot of work, which is great. I'm loving my business. I had my first meeting with um, an accountant yesterday, and I think it's, like, she was, like, oh, like, do you have, like, goals for, like, how much you want to, like, earn annually from this job? And I'm, like, oh, I actually don't, but um, maybe I should and, like, try to, like, have goals, like, work towards, like, making a certain amount so that I can actually just do that full-time without needing a part-time job as mm. well. Um, so, yeah, that's really good. And my other one of the week is, like, a bit of a big life update, I guess, like, because you did that as well, like, saying you're adopting a cat. So this is my big life update um, is that, yeah, while we're in Bali, Nelson and I have decided that we're going to move overseas next year. Wow. Yeah. So pretty big. Um, we're just going to move overseas, like, a year. Yeah. So we're in the process of trying to figure out where. Um, but I'm really excited. Yeah, that's yeah. I saw that in the document. Yeah, so, yeah. I can't. Yeah, my my reaction's a bit muted because I've already seen the <laughs> already update. Seen it, yeah, but yeah. That's that's pretty big. Yeah, I've been wanting to have ages. I wanted to like move overseas in 2020, and then obviously, yeah, it didn't happen for obvious yeah. reasons. Um, so yeah, mean. and I feel like yeah, both of us are like are in jobs and stuff, so like we've been settling into that. But now I'm like, we've all we've got a few years like career under our belts and. I want to move overseas on my 20s because it's, like, easier, like, with a lot of places for, like, visas and stuff. So, yeah, we're going to do that. So, we're in the process of doing that. And I feel like, yeah, this is my announcement to everyone. I haven't told yet. Um, <laughs> bye, bitches. <laughs> um, it won't be permanent, though. It will just be temporary. <laughs> so, today we are going to be talking about self-love in your 20s and our experiences with, yeah, kind of managing that and what we've struggled with and what our recommendations are for I guess accepting yourself and loving yourself and all that type of thing Mm. yeah I feel like it's a really common thing that people talk about like teenagers struggling with like self-love because obviously like they're still like figuring themselves out and stuff but I feel like it's a very prominent thing in your 20s 100 percent um I I've definitely gotten better at self-love I think since my teenage years but there's still lots of things that I struggle with in terms of it. Yeah, definitely same. Yeah, I was such an angsty teenager, my God. <laughs> same. <laughs> yeah, when I think back on how I thought about myself, it's it's sad, but then also, like, I was a dickhead at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. Well, I just think, like, when you're a teenager, like, you just, like, are so stressed about, like, what other people think and stuff. So I feel like I've definitely gone to the point where, like, I care less about what other people think about me. But there's just still so many aspects that, like, you know, like, can make you 
feel a certain way about yourself, like not feel the best about yourself. Like there's so much, I feel like that, like, especially in today's age with like social media, like there's so much like comparison culture. Um, you know, you've got like that societal and like family expectations and pressure. Um, like also modern life is a very busy. So like, I know there's like this whole new thing about like wellness and self care, but I still feel like it's really hard to fit in time for self care when you're trying to like work keep up like you know with like your like life admin cleaning cooking catching up with friends family like it's really hard to fit in time for yourself and like have that time like because I think in your 20s like obviously as a teenager right you're like figuring yourself out and stuff but in your 20s I feel like you're really like growing as a person and learning more about yourself and like really figuring yourself out and so like I think it's really important to spend time trying to yeah like love yourself yeah yeah you said self-care as being a bit of a trend. I think that's a funny one because, you know, it'll be like, say, a TikTok is what I do for self-care. That's mm. have a bath and watch a movie and do a face mask. And I do all those things quite frequently. But then for me, it's a struggle of like, I've done a face mask. I still don't like myself. Mm. Like if only it was as easy as taking care of your skin. <laughs> yeah, or, right. Like putting on a candle. I know. Because like, obviously, I, yeah, I think there's all these lists of like how to practice self care. And it's like, yeah, it's always like practical things like take a bath, do a face mask, mm. like, like light a candle, um, those kind of things, which can be good because like they do allow you to like spend some time with yourself. But I don't think that's the only thing. Like, I think, I also think like getting to a place where like you do love yourself requires like a lot of like internal like reflection and thinking and like because I think we do spend a lot of time like you know like look in the mirror and be like I don't like this about myself or you know I don't know about you but you know you like go to a party and then the next morning you're like got like that anxiety where you're like oh my god (laughs) why did I say that or why did I do that it was so embarrassing like those kind of things where you're just like you do hate yourself a little bit in moments but having that time to like it it is so, so hard to like turn those things into like stop doing those things you know like stop kicking yourself for things that like are out of your control yeah I kind of did want to use this topic I feel like I'm derailing a bit to talk about the main thing I struggle with and I like I, I mean I have some friends who I do talk about this with but it sort of depends the main thing I struggle with is my body mm. so I have struggled with my body pretty much since I was god maybe my whole life mm. I feel like I've said that a lot of podcasts like I've struggled with this forever but <laughs> Yeah, like when I was a kid, I was very tall um, and I was very hairy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I, in my mind, I was always a very weird-looking, ugly child. And then when I was a teenager, I had this view of myself that I was, like, enormously fat. And I don't, looking back at pictures, I don't think I was. I think I maybe I had, like, some body dysmorphia or something, but I would do this thing where I would, I had this compulsion where I would look at my legs and compare them to every single woman I would see. This is like every single woman, even if she was 80, even if it was an eight-year-old girl, it was like this horrible thing I went through. And then even now, like I'm, I guess I'm accepting my body more, but I still struggle with it a lot. Like that's sort of my main insecurity, I think, is how I look and the flesh prison that I'm in. (laughs) Yeah. Is that something you struggled with or...? Definitely, like, 100%. I feel like I <laughs> – it's like a weird thing to say on a podcast, but I was quite, like, late to develop, like, with puby-wise. So I remember always, like, 
all my friends around me had boobs. I was flat dresses. They're like year 10. And I was like, I was really self-conscious about that, about that fact. Like, but yeah, I like, I was really self-conscious about the fact that I hadn't developed like everyone else had around me. Um, and like, there was definitely certain aspects of my body, which I didn't think were like quote unquote normal. Um, and I like remember like, I do a lot of Googling trying to find like other people who had like, you know, things that like look similar to mine. I just felt like I couldn't really find that in some aspects. Um, like I, I'm well aware that I had like the privilege that like, you know, I am a, what like, like a stereotypical, like, like a, um, I'm like straight size. I'm straight size. Yeah. That's the right word. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. I am a straight size woman, but like, I, I don't think that that means that you can't have body insecurities, of course. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think I really struggled with that. I also really, really hated my freckles growing up. I literally looked into like, so, like laser surgery, whatever you could like to remove them or like whitening cream or like things like that, you know, it was like so silly, but like I've grown to love my freckles. I love my freckles now and like I love my hair. I feel like so many people are assumed like don't and people are like, you should love your freckles in your hair. And I'm like, yeah, I do. What the fuck? <laughs> You're like, thanks. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I'm like, I do. Um, But I definitely still have body insecurities. I feel I'm like I don't, I don't know a girl who doesn't have some sort of body insecurity, you know, like it's like, I think it's in this like society we live in where there's like all these perfect looking women on Instagram, like with their freaking flat tummies and perfectly tanned and like perfect everything. And it's just like, it's so hard to look at that every day and then like try to feel good about yourself. Yeah. For me, it's quite refreshing for you to hear, for me to hear you saying that. And I think it's a, good example because I was a complete opposite as a teen I got my period like 10 11 Mm. I developed very early I have the body type of the letter p um um yeah and I've always felt really insecure about that so it's so it's funny how internal it is like you're saying you were like not having boobs I've always not liked having Mm. boobs so all I wanted was boobs I was like I wish I could give mine to you. <laughs> Literally, I was like, that's that's all I wanted. And I was like, you know, I still don't have very big boobs. And that's like, fine, but at least I have something there. Like, I was fully flat chested. I was so embarrassed about that. Which is like, it's like now looking back, I'm like, that's so silly. That was so out of my control. Like, what was I going to do? Get a boob job in your tent? Like, no. <laughs> um, yeah. I was always so jealous of my friends who were flat chested because I was like, oh, they're more athletic than me. They're fitter than me. God, no, my, my whole thing was that I just, like, I just hadn't hit puberty yet. Like, it was really, <laughs> like, um, yeah, all I wanted was boobs. And I, like, I, I had, like, friends who, like, like they teased me about it. Like, they made jokes, but I was really self-conscious about it. Um, it's crazy how it stays with you. Yeah. Like, you don't forget that teasing. Mm. But, yeah, I just think this, like, comparison culture we live in is, like, is really toxic. I think something that I really struggle with now in my 20s is – because of my job, I do have to spend a lot of time on social media. I yeah. mean, to be fair, even outside of my, like, job hours, I spend a lot of time on social media. And I know it has an impact on my self-esteem and, it, like, to do with self-love. Because, like, it's that whole thing of, like, not even to do with, like, just, like, how people look and, like, comparing my body. It's also, like, that thing of, like, oh, those people are hanging out um, without me. But it's not even, like, it won't even be my close friends. There'll be people I, like, used to be friends with. I'm not even friends anymore. And I'm like, oh, they're hanging out together. I'm just sitting here alone. And it's like, it's yeah. so silly. I'm like, I want to be sitting here alone. I want to have some alone time. But like, it's that weird comparison culture of like, I I don't, I still don't think I'm really comfortable in just like sitting there with myself, just on my own, just doing what I like, you know, like I really struggle with that. I'm like, 
looking on social media being like, oh, other people are out and about doing things. I feel like I should be doing things. Like, yeah. I really want to work on that. I think I'm getting better at it, definitely. Like, I'm definitely way better at being like, okay, I'm going to have a night into myself and just do what I want to do. But I really struggle with that as well. Oh, me too. Absolutely. Yeah, seeing people hanging out who you're like, oh, wow, I was not invited. Like, <laughs> mm. Maybe you just weren't or you're not as close with them anymore. Yeah. Or- but it's also the thing, it's like, like you're never going to get invited to everything but it's still like that like FOMO aspect but I'm also like people back before social media like wouldn't have had this issue that wouldn't be a thing it's a social media issue but for me I don't know how to get away from that because I need to be on social media for my job and like I like going on social media to be honest like I do but I know it's bad for me like yeah it's almost like a like digital self-harm or something like when you you might be looking at someone's profile and you know it makes you upset but it's just you just keep doing it. I have that with LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn yeah. makes me feel so shit about myself. Like Instagram, I can kind of be okay. Where I'm like, oh, this person's like on holiday, like whatever. Oh, it's more like a job thing for you. Well, you, you'll go on LinkedIn and it'll be, oh, I've passed the bar exam mm. or I've published my first novel and I got this promotion or I'm, I'm at this conference. And Jeez, who are you friends with on LinkedIn? It's not even people I'm friends with. Oh, right. on LinkedIn you'll see randoms. Yeah. Randoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's – or maybe it's people I've seen sort of in, like, in advertising maybe, like, and then they've done something really cool and creative and I'm like, oh, I haven't done that. Yeah. And I feel like, oh, I'm not as creative as them or, or then, like, you know, you see the little photo there and this person's done this really cool thing and then, oh, she's really pretty as well. Mm. Like, great. And then, oh, you know, she's really nice too. Yeah. <laughs> and so you can't even, like, hate on her. But Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, LinkedIn's worse for me. It just makes me feel so bad. But I still go on. I don't delete it. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. I think, yeah, I think definitely Instagram is the worst for me. Um. I, I assume a lot of people have this with like social media like people have very unhealthy relationships with social media but yeah for me I don't know how to break that I'm like I want to delete my Instagram I could just delete my Instagram and have my like my business Instagram and my clients Instagram but then I just look at shit on those accounts so it's like yeah I yeah don't, I don't know what the solution is here but um yeah I don't know I also have a lot of like I really I think in a lot of ways I've stopped trying to care what people think about me but the same way I do really care what people think about me yeah. I feel like I've gotten, like, quite insecure, like, honestly, since COVID about, like, if people like me or not, because I feel like I, like, COVID made me lose a lot of friendships because, you know, it's, like, really, like, hard to maintain friendships during that time and stuff. And, yeah, like, I do internalise that a lot sometimes. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, have we stopped being friends because, like, they decided they don't like me or, like, yeah, like, th- just things like that. And I don't know, like, if, it, if that's the truth or not, but I do feel really stressed about that, but I know I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, because we're talking about self-love, but it's so much easier to, like, like yourself when you've got that external validation. I know I used to seek that out so much. Like, oh, my God, no, I still do. I can't make decisions without validation from at least, like, three other people. Yeah. I'm like, oh, should I do this? Like, I'm getting better at now. Like, I'm my own boss in my business because I'm, like, I can't ask someone else what they think of this. But I still often, like, will send my cousin, like, a graphic if I'm not sure about it and be like, do you think this is good? to get her validation before I post it, which, like, is really bad. But I've always needed validation from other people who make decisions. And I don't know how to fix that about myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's – it's very hard with creative things. And, mm. Like, is this good? And if someone says no, 
then it's, oh, I'm not good. But I think I'm trying to do, I do that a lot with my work of like separating the work from me. Like, okay, this is the work and we're talking about the work. We're not talking about me as a person, mm. like what I've made. But it's so hard because you're like, I've made this. It's my baby. Yeah. But um, I think I seek external validation a lot from men. I think I always have. Mm. Um, yeah, like I remember being single and sort of every time I'd go out, I'd want someone to come and approach me or like, yeah, that's definitely something that's sort of has felt like a bit of a lack of like love for myself and my own part is, oh, I, I know how to feel good about myself. I'll get male attention, which is, yeah, it's a complicated one I find because I'm saying I've struggled with my appearance, but then I'm, you know, need people to approach me and be charming and, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but I also think in, at the same time, like obviously social media is not good for mental health and in terms of like self-love, it can be really detrimental. But I also think for me, so many podcasts that I listen to help me so much with self-love. Like yeah. the things they talk about and the way they talk about things like really help me like to understand like, you know, why I think certain things will be like, you know, fucking like it's just like that repeated message of like, you know, love yourself, like who gives a fuck, like. Things like that. Like, I feel like podcasts especially for me and, like, even, like, articles and stuff. And I think there's, there is just some amazing media out there, like, media companies out there that are doing really good things, like, in terms of mm. making you feel like you're not the only one and, like, yeah, things like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, social media is good because you can find, I suppose, people who look like you as well, which is good. At least for me, that's I do like seeing that like I I follow like fashion accounts and sort of because sort of recently I kind of went up a size and now I'm no longer like straight size which is really fucking annoying because I can't go to like stores because the guy's like a size 14 but then there's like plus size creators yeah I've like crossed the threshold (laughs) it's like oh um but then also I like on social media sort of finding things that I'm interested in and I don't know you kind of get like lost in maybe like a niche interest or something you know the internet's got so many subcultures and subgroups and you can find people interested in that and also you can like see that other people are going through the same shit that you've gone through mm. like it's not you're not a freak yeah. feeling this way and i like that people are like getting more raw and honest like online like people yeah. are trying to like the perfect side of their life or whatever yeah there's some of it I I feel like some of it's a bit performative when it's like a model being like I have roles too and it's like shut the fuck up like (laughs) or someone being like I was stressed about work and I cried and I'm like okay (laughs) I don't know I I have mixed feelings about some of the like influencers doing stuff like that it seems a little bit um like they know it will get yeah, like their feelings are valid, but the way they do it, yeah, it's hundred percent like increase engagement and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that type of thing. Like, if it was actually, yeah, because it's a bit trendy to be like cry online or whatever. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Because obviously, like, as a business owner now, I see like I follow a lot of business owners on Instagram on my business account, and. I do notice it like definitely is like a line like some people try to be really raw and open and honest on their business accounts and I'm just the opposite I'm like not nah, this is like this is for work this is not for me to like air my yeah. not dirty laundry but like not not a place for me to like air my personal grievances with people you know I'm just like this is my this is that place to work but you know each to their own but 
Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of when you cross the line from like because mm-hmm. it's a business, you provide a service. But then the, the influencer, it's like, oh, they're a the marketing channel. But then it's also mm. like, this is me crying because I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But then, yeah, there's also that challenge of being, like, I do struggle with that where it's like, I am having a shit day or I'm just feeling shit. And then I'm like, oh, but you're so privileged and you have no reason to be mm. sad about like sometimes I'm like, oh, I've got nothing. I've got no friends. I've got nothing going on in my life, and it's like, well, you do have friends. You've got a roof mm. over your head, and that's like no, I the exact same thing. Yeah, it's, it's like, kind of what's the when? When's the right time to be sad? <laughs> yeah, I think like all like feelings are valid. Like I hate that thing where like you know if you tell someone you're sad about like something really trivial, and they're like, yeah, well, there's. Children starving in Africa. It's like, yes, yeah. they are, but I don't think that should invalidate your feelings. Like, your feelings, your feelings, and, like, you know, yeah. that's, like, it's totally separate to whatever else is going on anywhere else. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, is something I, – I do struggle with if it's nothing externally is going wrong and yet I just feel miserable. Because mm. if there's something external, then it's, like, oh, well, I'm feeling sad because I lost my job mm. or – I got dumped, you know, but then sometimes it's like, oh, those things aren't happening right now. Maybe they linger. Yeah, like, and that's also the thing, like, these feelings, like, about certain things, like, definitely can be, like, temporary. But in the moment, you know, if you're feeling them, then they're valid. So, um, Should we move on to some recommendations about <laughs> this topic? Yeah. Um, so have a bath and do a face mask. Uh, <laughs> $2 shitty face mask from Kmart. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> um, no, something that I did recently, which I actually, it was a few months ago now, but I really enjoyed it. I just took myself out to a movie and I just went by myself to I the cinema. I would love to do that. It was actually so good. And it was also like a movie about like women empowerment. It was, um, yeah. The Leo Grand movie with Emma Thompson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where she hires a sex worker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that one. It was a very, like, female empowerment movie. I went on my own. And I was like, this is lovely. I was like, it was just a really nice time. So I was like, I don't think I'm brave enough to, like, take myself out to dinner just yet. Like, on my own. But it's something that I want to do. Like, I think it was, like, it was really nice. I really enjoyed it. Like, it did feel really good. Like, it's a small thing, but I really liked it. Nice. Yeah, I... I've been meaning to do that. I've never been to the cinema by myself, but do it. I would recommend. I really liked it. Uh, yeah, I I do things by myself a fair bit. Like I like to go shopping by myself because I, I love shopping. I hate shopping with other people too. <laughs> oh, same. It's like you know oh, you feel bad making them wait. Right, get changed. it's too stressful. Yeah, and they want to go to a different shop and but a bit of retail therapy on your own. What a vibe. Yeah, yeah. I think um. For me, at least, I do to sort of feel like I feel like I'm just like I keep I keep saying the words I struggle with. I don't know, I can't think of a better way to word it. I, I don't know. I can't think of another verb. Um, I find it really annoying <laughs> that for me, I have to do all these baseline health things to feel okay. Like, imagine there's sort of I'm doing something with my hands, but you've got levels, you've got baseline in the middle, underneath you've got, like, depressed egg curled up in bed, dying, crying, 
and then you've got like super happy on top of the world. <laughs> For me to stay at baseline, I have to do so much work. <laughs> I have to eat vegetables and healthy meals. I have to eat three times a day. I have to get some form of exercise in. Um, I have to sleep eight hours. I have to socialize. I have to have like a, some sort of work and projects I'm working on. And those all sound like really basic things, but fuck, it's so tiring. Like having yeah. to exercise and eat healthy just to not be super fucking happy. It's a lot of effort. To be baseline. It also costs a lot of money. Yeah. And then you feel guilty about spending money, so you drop a little bit below mm. baseline and then it's like, well. Yeah. It's very annoying. But for me, I have to do those things and I wish I didn't. But I do. Yeah. Um, I think another thing as well is like when you feel like shit about yourself, you tend to push away people because it's like, oh, I'm this terrible person mm-hmm. who's going to – you know, just break everyone's heart and let them down. So you're like, oh, I'm not going to hang out with people. But it's like, just do it anyway because, like, why would those people – it's very easy to convince yourself that, like, oh, they're only hanging out with you because they feel sorry for you. (laughs) And, like, your brain can tell you tricks and things, but you should hang out with them. And my last point is that um, thoughts aren't facts and feelings aren't facts. Just because you feel something doesn't mean it's true. And just because you think something doesn't mean it's true. I think that's a way to kind of get out of that spiral of I really like that. self-hatred. It's like just because you think something about yourself doesn't mean it's the truth. Which is annoying because you're like, oh, I thought it. but yeah. yeah. As a chronic overthinker, yeah, I can, yeah, I, I really like that. Yeah, statement. It's, it's easier said than done, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to keep reminding yourself that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I like that advice. Yeah, the other, the other advice I had was like, just try like make more time to do the things that make you really happy. Whether that's like lie in bed and watch Netflix, or like that sounds like a <laughs> take a bath and do a face mask. But I feel like just doing the things you really love and like making time for them and like. Because I find a lot of time, like, I'll procrastinate doing the things that I know that I enjoy and just, like, sit on the couch on my phone. Well, there's so much effort. It's exhausting sometimes. It is. It definitely is. But, yeah, like, I'll procrastinate, like, watching a fucking YouTube video by going on my phone. It's terrible. I just have a really (laughs) short attention span. But I don't know. Just doing things you love. Um, I feel like getting some sunshine always a good vibe. It is, annoyingly. It's a small thing, obviously. But, yeah, I think self-love – we're giving recommendations, but also, like, at the end of the day, it is really hard and – like, I don't know, don't take it from us. We're also, like, both <laughs> struggling with the self-love thing. But I feel like, you know, most people are. So we're just here to make you feel seen and heard. <laughs> exactly. You're not alone. Everyone, even the most perfect person, feels this way. Because mm, I've had a friend say to me recently that she was like, oh, I look at you and you're so together, Rachel, and you've, you know, you seem to be, like, this the most successful of our friends. It's not vain of you, but the most successful of our friends. And this is not college outside friend. <laughs> and it's like oh it's, it's for how people perceive you they've just got no idea you know so everyone you look at has got some shit going true. on and they probably look at you and think that you're got you've got everything true um all right now on to recommendations of the week to distract from your quarter life crisis rach what are your recs this week i don't have a lot because when i was away in japan i wasn't really like consuming much content because the holiday was very much like lots of walking and it wasn't very relaxing <laughs> um yeah but on the plane back I watched Tar 
Oh yeah, with Kate Blanchett, mm-hmm. and I quite enjoyed that. That was um, it was a good movie. It's about like a composer. It's sort of about the whole debate of, you know, if someone's really talented, can you still accept their talent even if they're a shit person? That kind of mm. you know, like a Woody Allen type of mm, okay situation. Um, but no, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it on the plane. Yes. I don't think I have anything else to recommend, unfortunately. Well, that is all right. I'll carry the team on this one because I have a <laughs> shit ton of recommendations. I've consumed a lot recently. So I have something for like kind of every single topic you can think of. But before I make my recommendations, I'm going to revoke a previous recommendation that I made. So I think it was in the last episode or the episode before, I recommended listening to The Witch Trials of J.K. Rowling. Um, I think I got up to like episode six or something. Um, and then I listened to another podcast talk about The Witch Trials of J.K. Rowling because obviously it was a very popular podcast in like made a lot of headlines but um I listened to that podcast and yeah I realized how it is a well-made podcast I'm not gonna lie like it's an interesting well-made podcast but the yeah the amount that they platform JK Rowling and let her spurt her transphobic transphobic views and they barely give like they interview like two trans people in like episode six barely give them any airtime the questions they ask are very yeah like catered towards like jk rowling's view so i'm revoking that recommendation that's that's all i'll say on it um okay my recs for the week are um tv show watch jury duty on amazon prime oh my god i watched this all in one night it was so good basically the premise is that it's written by the people who wrote like a couple of seasons of the office or maybe all of the office i don't know but basically it's all actors pretending that they're like in a courtroom for a case as the jury duty, but one of the members of the jury duty is just a random member of the public who doesn't know that this is fake. And so it's like all based around him and how he reacts. And it is so funny and clever. And this man that they brought in to be the random person turns out to be the most beautiful man (laughs) you'll ever know. I love him. I love him so much. James Marsden's also in it playing himself. James Marsden's like the prince in Enchanted and he was like in the notebook. Yeah, he's in Hairspray. Hairspray. Yeah, he's in heaps of stuff. He's in it playing himself as a really like arrogant version of himself, which is so funny. <laughs> anyway, I cannot recommend this show more enough. I loved it. It was like it's eight episodes. They're like 25 minutes each, 20 minutes each or whatever. So good. Like so clever. So funny. I love it. Um, okay. And then I have a book to recommend. Um, Seven Days in June. I read this when I was in Bali. Um, I borrowed it from the library. It was it was just a great book. Like, just really good, like, rom-com, bit of, like, you know, some some sexy scenes in there. Love that in a book, Ooh. you know. <laughs> anyway, it was really good. Really recommend that. Um, I also have a newsletter to recommend you to sign up to um, is Shit You Should Care About. So they're, like, they started off with, like, an Instagram page kind of just, like, educating I guess predominantly like young people on the shit they should care about in the world, like news and stuff. But they've kind of expanded. They've got a couple of podcasts now and they have this newsletter that they send out every day. And I just love it. I just, it's like an easy way that the news gets unpacked. It's like fun. I literally feel like I'm like friends with the girl who sends it out. I reply to the emails all the time and I DM them all the time on Instagram and they always reply. And they're so nice. I love them. Um, and also this is like not sponsored, but they emailed me like, it was like two days ago or something. And they were like, oh, if you're, you've got any friends who want a one month free subscription to our like subscriber content, you can like give free friends that. So if anyone wants that, DM me. Um, it's just good shit. They've got like a close friends Instagram story. I subscribe to them um, yeah. because I just really like them. It's like 
five bucks a month or something. Um, so yeah, get close friends content, get a bit more content on the newsletter. Once a week they send in the newsletter like a sheet you should cook about. So it's like a recipe. Oh, cool. So I made the focaccia that, recipe that they sent out recently and that was really good. I just really enjoy it. Um, so I'd recommend that. Um, a podcast I'm recommending is an episode. Um, well, the whole series is good, but this specific episode um, of But Are You Happy um, by Claire Stevens. It's a Mamma Mia podcast. And the episode that has Zara and Michelle from Shameless on it, um, which is super interesting because Zara and Michelle used to work at Mamma Mia and kind of left on like bad terms. And they've come back on this podcast and talked about it. And the premise of the podcast is like, Having six, they get a successful person or people on every week. Obviously, Zara and Michelle, two people, and talk like that seem seemingly like successful and really like amazing and stuff. And ask like, but are you actually happy? And talk about moments where like they should have been happy but they weren't. Yeah, I listened to this too. Super interesting. I really liked it. Yeah, I thought it was really good. There's also an episode with Flex Mommy that I listened to, and I'm halfway through one of their other episodes at the moment, and I'm really enjoying it. I feel like it's really on the theme of, like, the self-love thing of, like, yeah. people can show a certain face, but maybe it's, like, not all that behind scenes. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I don't really like Mamma Mia's content that Really? Much. I listen to all their content. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really re- – like, the twins, I don't connect with them. I love them. I don't know. I read one of their books. Oh, Heart Sick? Yeah, I wasn't a you fan. Like it. No. I loved it. Oh my god, interesting. Okay. Yeah, but I liked the episode. I sort of thought it was interesting. It kind of confirms something I've always thought. So they talk, like Michelle talks about yeah. the book they did and how they don't like the book, about how she thought she opened up too much in it. Oh, I don't even remember saying that. Well, she talks about how she was like assaulted. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And she wrote about it in the book, and it pretty. Much, I have always thought that these like comedian influencer podcaster books are just a cash grab Mm. because they're never that good and so they were pretty much I feel like they were saying between the lines that they wish they hadn't done the book oh I I need to go back and listen to it well I just found it interesting because I read their book and I liked it but I was kind of like oh there's no real point to this book Mm. and then the worst one was I got the life uncut book and I returned it because it was garbage It's it's a cash grab yeah yeah, they're just cash grabs and it kind of, like, ruins the integrity of the brand, I think. I did like the Shameless book, to be fair. Like, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Like, it was a good book. No. It, was, it wasn't, like, groundbreaking, but it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was, like, but it was kind of like this where they were just talking about themselves mm. and, like, it was, it was good. I enjoyed it. But, yeah, it was, I feel like they pretty much admitted it was a cash grab that they regret. And I've always wondered that with those books. Like, mm why who's pushing them to do it mm. it's not them because otherwise they would have just written the book but that's just i feel quite strongly about books and what mm. gets published yeah interesting but yeah no i liked that episode it was a good podcast yeah episode. i just really like like shameless as a media company and what mm. Sarah and michelle have done so yeah I, the fact that i was speaking on a podcast made by the place i used to work for and don't feel so like like great about it's very interesting and i think claire stevens is a good interviewer so yeah i really enjoy that podcast um, okay, my last recommendation is very weird, but a tool that I've decided using in my business is Notion, which is basically like you make to-do lists on it, you can make like just notes, plans, things like that, and I'm just obsessed. So that's a very rogue thing. No, Notion's good. I've used it. Going on about it on my business account, so I'm just really enjoying it. I'm really liking it. I literally haven't written down anything in my notebook, physical notebook, since I got it, which is very weird for me. I'm a very physical notebook kind of person, but mm. change my ways. 
Yeah, Notion's good. It's a good little tool. Mm. It's all free as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I love it. Anyway, so those are my big list of recommendations. Um, I think they're all really good recs, personally. So <laughs> I think my recommendations are good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, we have we thought this was gonna be a short episode, but it's really uh dragged out to be quite long. So um, we're gonna go now and we're gonna go party. Um, and uh, so, <laughs> maybe turn this party into a therapy session because this felt like a therapy session. But um, anyway, everyone should just love themselves. <laughs> you should. I wish it was that simple, but. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, we're going to go drink more wine and, yeah. Hopefully not cry. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land of which we have recorded this podcast on today, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We want to pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that this always was and it always will be Aboriginal land. Sovereignty was never ceded.